0: Welcome to Mental Health Matters with Marty, Season 1, Episode 6. My name is Martina Sellers, marriage and family therapist in the beautiful state of California where the sun is always shining, and I will serve as your host and mental health hygienist here on this weekly podcast. Each week... I will be bringing to you an inspirational message to help you move from doubt and discouragement to encouragement and empowerment. Don't continue to suffer in silence, but speak up, speak out and live. Before I get started today, I have to first say, y'all, I am so sorry. Last week, we had a technical glitch. I could not figure it out. And I shout out to my executive director on here and engineer, Mr. The Mac uh, behind the scenes, Daryl Mitchell, man, I appreciate you working with me. But again, it's my intention that every Wednesday I will be bringing to you a exciting episode on mental health matters with Marty. So without any further ado, let's jump right into the program, y'all. I am so excited to be sharing with you today a topic that is often not spoken about. It really does go unnoticed or even swept underneath the carpet, but it is severely felt by so many. And that topic today that I want to discuss is called self-hatred. Yes, you heard me right. Self-hatred, especially in our communities of color. Self-hatred comes in many forms. It comes in many sizes, many shapes, different genders, and defies even what others believe about yourself. Self-hatred is based upon the negative, toxic thoughts that you believe about yourself. Now, I believe that there is a grave difference between being hard on yourself and having high expectations. This can actually be healthy if maintained properly and we keep the proper focus. However, in contrast to this is the loathing and despising thoughts about yourself, believing that you can't do anything right. Let's be real. Your toxic thoughts constantly occupy your mind keeping you in a state of being disdained doubtful and even depressed and unfortunately there are more people out there who believe the latter believing that they aren't good enough and that they can't do anything right than the former with that and these negative thoughts then begin to build up in your mind creating self-hatred now being a black male therapist i want to speak from the context of what I've personally observed and felt within the black community here in America there is a great deal of self hatred within the black community where we falsely mask it as just getting ahead or or I like to say it this way it's the crabs in a barrel mentality where you have to make someone else feel bad about themselves in order to make yourself feel good about your own self that That is toxic thoughts and toxic behaviors. This is so sad. But the real problem with this is that too many of us live this same horrible dichotomy out day after day, month after month, year after year, those of us who have the darker skin tones. I say that because it's evident by black on black crime. Is evident by the whole drama of light skin versus dark skin, is evident by good hair versus bad hair comparisons, and if I speak properly then i have to be what is called an oreo why is that because i'm black on the outside but yet white in the middle and the inside and if i live in a nice neighborhood then there's no way i can live in the ghetto or the urban part of town i have to live in the upscaled white part of town and in that it creates hatred and the fact that so many black owned businesses treat their black customers differently often worse than their cultures or or races of other counterparts with that um And by the same token, the black community can be less supportive of black owned businesses and hold them to a much harder and more stricter standard than they do their white counterparts. I've come to realize that this condition is not only in the black community as it pertains to self-hatred, as I've used this solely as a point of context, but it continues to be a prevalent challenge within communities of color across the board. I've come to believe that this self-hatred is partway due to lack of knowledge, lack of proper understanding, and continues to create feelings of disaster, defeat, and dismay all because of dreams that are deferred and or destroyed. And I come to believe that this is not only true, again, in our black communities, but also for those individuals, black, brown, white, yellow, it really doesn't matter, who suffer from lack of love, lack of support, and lack of motivational push from others that are supposed to be the loved ones from those who are supposed to protect them, those who are supposed to nurture them, and those who are supposed to facilitate healthy growth within the family. Conventional wisdom implies that low self-esteem, The lack of placing value on oneself Hashtag toxic thoughts Hashtag toxic belief systems Therefore leads to self-hatred And a lack of ability To love and show love to others So what are you saying, Marty? I'm so glad you asked me that question Listen, your stinking thinking And your toxic thoughts Your not being able to think highly about yourself Will cause you not only to have the ability not to love yourself, but also gives you the ability not to love others. What are you saying? First and foremost, listen to me, beloved. Charity or your love for oneself begins at home. You have to begin to love yourself before you can begin to love anyone else. Can I get an amen out there, someone? So my challenge for you today, listen, my challenge is this where did you begin not to love yourself? In other words, when did you experience the lack of love in your life? Hmm. Now, the lack of childhood love creates struggle in the minds of children to make sense of what is happening to them. Every child deserves and needs to be loved. Every child deserves and needs to be nurtured. Every child needs and deserves to be cared for. This emotion called love Then begins to create a sense of emotional stability and social wellness. If love is not properly developed at an early age, children then begin to take responsibility and blame themselves for the love that they did not receive from their parents or other loved ones. I'm going to say that one more time. If love is not properly developed at At an early age, children then begin to take responsibility, hear me now, and blame themselves for the love that they did not receive from their parents or those loved ones who are supposed to pour into them. I am to blame is the internal dialogue that often comes from unloved children. It's my fault. If I had only acted better, if I had only done this, if I had only done that, the blame game and the guilt begins. And it is then impressed upon their brain, creating negative thoughts. Shaping negative behaviors, embedding negative choices, imposing negative habits, ultimately resulting in perceived and unloved. Toxic behavior and character traits. So you wonder why you call your kid a monster. Well, because they begin to think that way. And so their behaviors become like that of cage of animals and monsters. Why? Because they are not loved or shown love. Come on. Now we got to do better. As children grow older, chronologically... They then began to develop self-defeating behaviors as a result of not being shown love. This continues to be a pattern as they transition from child to tweens to teens to young adults to adults into senior adults. And we wonder why this negative, toxic pattern goes from cycle to cycle, to developmental stage, to developmental stage, from generation to generation, all because we have not been properly shown love. Our toxic thoughts are like poison destroying the very fabrics of our mind. When I think negatively about myself, in other words, I'm not lovable, then I have no expectations for myself and begin to focus on the negative that I am not lovable. I then expect negative due to my lowest self-esteem and self-hatred. I then begin to look for the negative. I then begin to expect the negative. I then begin to accept the negative, and then I become the very negative thoughts I then think about. I then turn over and over in my mind, all because I was not shown love at an early age. We have to stop giving our Toxic Thoughts, Valuable Mental Real Estate, as so wonderfully stated by Dr. Caroline Leaf. I want to discuss a little bit about some of the causes and how to stop this whole negative concept of self-hatred. Some typical, again, self-hatred thoughts may include, I knew you would fail. Why did you even try? You ain't nothing but a loser. Wow, is that the best you can do? (laughs) No one wants to be around you. Listen, get away from me. I can't stand you. Look at yourself screwing up again. Move out the way. You can't do nothing right. I can't depend on you for nothing. Can't you just be normal for once? Listen, those are the toxic Thoughts that, that, listen, we as parents and our grandparents have been guilty. And maybe that's what you heard. And that can cause trauma in our lives. Some of the self-defeating and self-hatred comes about due to trauma. Setting false expectations. Trying to please others. Having a perfectionist mindset social comparisons y'all get off of all that social media and stop trying to compare yourself to other people listen some of them took 900 a thousand pictures just to get that right one to make it seem as if they are living a better life than you let me tell you they're not They're not. And as a result of this, the tolls of self-hatred, or in other words, the results and those things that happen due to self-hatred becomes a negative relationship with yourself. Negative relationships in the workplace, negative social issues, negative family relationships, negative romantic relationships, the inability of setting proper goals, the inability of making proper decisions. So how do we stop and tame this whole thing of the negative cycle and the self-loathing? First and foremost, we have to tame your negative energy critique that's within yourself listen we have to we struggle with it but we have to stop the again the stinking thinking y'all listen we need to also take an inventory of your strengths every single solitary person has a strength in life listen take inventory of those things you do well and begin to feed your spirit listen i'm i'm speaking truth right now feed that which needs to be strengthened, feed your strengths, feed the things you do well. The thing that you feed the most is what's going to grow the most. So if I highlight the things that I do well, listen, the things I don't do quite as well, either goes in the wayside or I then learn how to, because of my strength, support those things better and make those things part of what makes who I am. Listen, learn how to accept compliments. Yes. Develop self-compassion. Come on now. Practice forgiveness. Yes. Practice forgiveness. We have to learn to forgive others. But more importantly, we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. But in spite of all that, y'all, I've come to offer hope to you today. We have the power. Come on, talk to yourself and say, I have the power to break the chains of your toxic thoughts and your toxic emotions. Why? Because we want to change how we're thinking. We're going to create new neurological pathways so that we are walking in power. We're walking in truth. As I've shared in the previous podcast episodes, season one is all about speaking up. And so in that we talked about, I am enough. I, Martinez Sellers, am enough. We talked about I am all right. I, Martinez Sellers, am all right. And we talked about I am okay. I, Martinez Sellers, am okay. Again, why is it important to insert your name in there? Because when we insert our name in there, we're telling our brain, I'm not talking to Johnny, I'm not talking to Susie, I'm not talking to Shawanda, I ain't talking to Biff or anyone else. I am talking to myself. And I'm creating, again, these new neurological pathways. I'm not going to walk in those old ways, but I'm forgetting those things that are behind. And I'm going to press toward the mark of positivity because there's power in positivity. So today, I want you to rediscover the truth of I am lovable. Come on, say it with me now. I am lovable. I'm getting excited, y'all. Uh, I am lovable. I, Martinez Sellers, am lovable. Say that with me. Put your name in that spot. I, put in your name, am lovable. Now listen, this particular statement or phrase is particularly a difficult statement because so many of us struggle with knowing and how to understand and accept authentic love. There are many reasons why so many of us struggle with this simple concept, this simple statement that I am lovable. As I've shared earlier, Too many of us have accepted the toxic lies that we are unlovable, that we're not worthy of love from so-called family members, that we're not worthy of love from so-called friends, from so-called teachers, from so-called role models in our lives. Come on. And the list goes on and on and on. But I am here to tell you, beloved, that all those things are a lie that you are are lovable i don't care what anyone has told you in your past i don't care what you have thought even about yourself we are changing that toxic thought we are changing that pathway today tell yourself again that i am lovable now, y'all, you know, I love to examine these words more closely. When we look at the word lovable, we cannot help but look at the root word of that, which is love. To be love is love is an intense feeling of deep affection. It's a fondness, a tenderness, warmth, intimacy, endearment, doting, devotion, admiration, adoration, care, high regard, goodwill, kindness, charity, benevolence, a relationship and a fair, romance, intrigue, and a liking. Listen, some of us need to have a liking for ourselves because I'm here to tell you, if you don't begin to like yourself, I said it early on this podcast, how in the hell is anyone going to love you or you begin to love anyone else? Charity begins at home. Most of us need to learn how to take ourselves out on a date in order to love ourselves and in order to demonstrate how come on you want to be loved by others if you have never taken yourself out on a date how do you expect someone else to date you properly when you have not learned how to date yourself why because love is patient Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in the evil, but rejoices with truth. It is always protects it always trusts it always has hope it always perseveres love come on somebody never fails where everything else might fail in this world love will never fail now abideth faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love Now, being a person of love does not mean that my love for myself is predicated. Come on, on your love for me because I love myself. I don't need you to love me. I love me all by myself. Listen being a person of love does not mean that my love for myself is wrong. Too often we've bought in that lie that loving yourself is wrong. It's not. Listen it also does not mean that my love for myself means that I need to get permission from you in order to be great. That's a lie. And that my love for myself is an unhealthy love. My love for myself is healthy because I am becoming healthy every day. When you see me you're seeing a healthier Marty when you talk to me you're talking about a healthier Marty day by day I'm getting healthier and stronger listen because I am lovable and I'm a person of love that means I'm getting rid of all the self hatred and clothing myself with love I'm clothing myself with admiration for myself I'm clothing myself come on now with doting over myself listen because I'm a loving person and a lovable person it does mean that I'm ridding myself of the pain of my past. Because I'm a lovable person, it also means that I am healing myself from the trauma and the tragedy that's been plaguing my life for years. Because I'm a lovable person, it does mean that I'm not going to expect more out of you than I expect of myself. Let me say that one more time for a point of clarity. Because I'm a lovable person, it means that I am not going to expect more out of you Than I expect of myself. And finally, because I'm a lovable person, it does not mean that I am trying to please you and get acceptance or acknowledgement from you. Because listen, I've learned how to acknowledge myself. I've learned how to please myself. I learned how to be content with myself. I learned how to look in the mirror and say, you know what, you're lovable. You know what, Marty? I love you. You know what, you may not have everything that you want, but you still look good. And that's why I love you. Listen, I love the flaws about me because the flaws have made me stronger and taught me how not to repeat those things from the past. Listen, come on, say it one more time. I am lovable. And mean that, I'm going to challenge you every day this week to remind yourself that you are lovable. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this week's edition of Mental Health Matters with Marty. And again, thank you so much for being patient and waiting for this one week later. And y'all keep looking for me every Wednesday. Please, if you know someone who needs to hear this, please send a copy of this to them. Listen, you could have listened to any podcast that you wanted to, but I am so glad that you chose this one. Please like and share this podcast. I can also be found on Facebook with the handle of Mental Health Matters with Marty and on YouTube with Martina Sellers. Again, thank you so much. In this journey called life, I don't want you to suffer in silence in the shadows of shame. But it's my desire to break the negative stigma around mental health and mental wellness. Remember always to speak up, to speak out, to live. Until next time.